Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one best-selling book, Sensitivity is Your Superpower, How to Harness Your Gifts, Fulfill Your Purpose, and Create a Life of Joy. And if you're new to my podcast, I'd love for you to get my free gift, which is the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide. You can get that free at sensitivesoulguide.com. And that's three ways of navigating your way to more peace, power, and positivity so you can create the life of your dreams and fulfill your mission. Today, I have a wonderful guest with me today. We're going to be talking about soulistic medicine with Angie Eights. And if you are a healthcare professional or wellness professional, this is a perfect podcast for you to listen to. Why? Because one of the issues that I know I had, you know, being a medical doctor in practice, was that, you know, I didn't quite know how to integrate my superpowers, if you will, my intuitive talents into my practice. I kind of haphazardly did it, and it was very successful when I did, but other times I did not. Um, And even in business, for example, I did a better job of, you know, of, of using my intuition in my practice than I did with dealing with colleagues or hospitals or other things. And so I kind of got burned, <laughs> if you will, not using my intuition in a holistic way in all aspects of my life, just focusing on, you know, one patient or another patient. Um, so Angie today um, has been an integrative practitioner. She's trained over 10K practitioners. Um, she'll be sharing with us her tangible tools to int- implement uh, how to integrate your intuition into your clinical practice. So we're going to talk about the energetic side of practice, um, you know, clinical pitfalls of client care. Um, and, uh, you know, if you have a question to ask Andy, this is a great time to get some mini coaching here. The number to call in is 818-514-1190. So you know your hand is up. Uh, again, 818-514-1190 and hit 1. And then I've opened up the chat. So if you're online, you're not calling in, you can definitely um, write some questions or comments uh, for Angie in the chat, and we'll share those a little bit later after we do a little Q&A. Um, so I think this these days it's very, very important for us to harness our intuition in our clinical practice uh, because if we're just using that left brain, if we're just using kind of data, we kind of miss a lot of information. And I think I talk about in my book uh, one case where – this young man came in, and, and I was convinced he had appendicitis, but um, nobody else wanted to <laughs> believe that um, But uh, because his lab work, the left brain stuff, right, didn't actually show what's typical for appendicitis. But I was convinced based on clinical exam and based on my intuition that he did, and luckily I had a surgeon who was listening to me, and she did go in um, and found that, you know, he had this abscess, and had it burst, he would have been toxic. His blood would have been toxic and uh, he could have died. So, you know, these things can be life-saving as well. So for if you're ready to use all your gifts to help others while earning a sustainable income, this is a great podcast for you to listen to so you can be inspired, be equipped, and be empowered. Um, and most of all, learn how to integrate your genius in your practice. So if you want to learn more about Angie and her mission, you can go to academyepic.com, all one word, A-C-A-D-E-M-Y-E-P-I-C, Com. And without further ado, hi, Angie. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Uh, this is exciting. Uh, we would love to, since you're new to our audience, we would love to know what was your path in getting to where you are because what you do is very interesting, and I, for one, really feel it's important you know, for clinicians and wellness providers to be able to do what you're teaching is tuning in and tapping into their superpowers, if you will, 
uh, to help their clients. Yeah, so it's great to be here. Thanks so much for the invite. And like most individuals that uh, get into a natural or or even complimentary or a little bit of everything, I had my own life health scare, uh, multiple diagnoses with autoimmune diseases that took me on a path of, okay, Western medicine was not working. This is a multi-dimensional item, right? It's not just the thyroids attacking itself, right? Um, right? There were more, much more to it than that. And so I began my journey of learning natural health and the integrative component of all medicines, right? They're, I mean, all medicines are valuable depending on the season and the time. And then on down the path with the full mess of shaman, understanding that it was the energetic component of my autoimmune diseases because there were multiple that really created the issue. So it wasn't just the food or the supplement or lifestyle. It it was an emotional component. It was uh, soul work. It's uh, past lives. And there's just so many multidimensional. And I I think we both can agree that right now we're in the middle of that, right? Uh, With with the planet. We really need our intuition here. Yes, yes. So, yeah, so it brought me to the forefront of really learning how to train the practitioner to not only look at the stats and facts, as I call them, but understand that there's always something underneath, underneath, and not one thing fixes one thing, so quit acting like it. So that's what brought me on my path. A lot of tears shed, a lot of hours worked, a lot of promises to God that I would forever teach it, um, but I'm here and I'm alive and I am very passionate about really empowering and equipping that professional or or even the client that or patient that's looking for a professional, right? What am I looking for to really know how to integrate? Oh, that that is fantastic. That is great. Um, we would love to to know a story from either your practice or someone that you've coached where you know this has really come to you know really make a difference in someone's life. I'm sure you have many. So um, give us an example of how it would like look if it was going well. Um, so here's here's an example that's really the first one that came to my mind. So I'm going to go with it because that's how we that's how we roll right with our superpowers. Yeah. Um, so I'm working with a, a whole family, but a mom and son specifically. We're having some major what we would classify as allergy issues. And all the traditional work, then we did some alternative, you know, whether you're using nettle or whatever your modalities are. And it just, we weren't getting the results. And it had been a good three, four months. And I'm like, okay, one of us isn't doing our job here. <laughs> right? And it's not me. I'm like doing my job here. And so I just got quiet. I always call it the power of the pause, Karen, because it really is the power of the pause, that breath in, breath out power. Just listen to what you're not listening to, right? The the space in between the noise. And I sat there and I said, I, I just I just give me a moment. I took a big deep breath and I instantly connected with them because I knew there had to be something else. We had addressed the emotion. We had addressed the food and the environment, I thought, and everything. And in that split second to that superpower that you speak of, I saw a visual of mold all up a wall beside their HVAC unit. And I saw it as clear, you know, that split second, as clear as clear can be. And I looked at the mom and said, you have mold in your house. She said, it's a brand new house. I mean, like it's not even, you know, six months old. 
And I said, I'm telling you, by your HVAC, and like I described it, the window, like everything, the whole entire room where this wow. HVAC was hanging out. And she's like, oh, my gosh, that's my house. And I said, and I'm telling you, a mold. The reason why we're not getting resolved is because you have mold. She went back immediately, needless to say, took pictures of every space that I'd seen in my visual eye, and absolutely every place had mold. And to this day, she will say that, you know, I saved their life. And really, I was just a vessel, right, that power, that pause, just a, a vessel to listen to what wasn't being said. And, I mean, that's just one of, I'm, I know you have them too, one of a million that you can really say it's not just for a medical medium type situation. It's just really looking at what isn't being presented at any time. Right, right. That's amazing. Now, some people might feel a little intimidated by going, gee, I can't do what Angie did. You know, how do I get that good, you know? (laughs) Well, you can. (laughs) You can. Everyone can. It's really stepping out of our own way. And, And the way I teach my folks is that you start with the baby steps, right? Like with everything, you can't build a muscle, an intuitive muscle, if you, one, aren't aware you have a muscle, and two, you don't know how to build it. And if you just even start with the energy piece, right, Karen, just understanding that here's energy between us. I mean, you walk into a room. Are you feeling something? Are you sensing anything? You can do what we do, (laughs) right? Yeah, the the paying attention part. I I think that, you know, in our uh, very short attention span society, that pause is like, I got to do something, you know, and then we end up filling that pause. At least oh, <laughs> absolutely. No one likes silence, right? Because if it's silence, it's uncomfortable. If there's silence, we have to look inside. We have to look at ourselves. We have to have ownership and accountability. And if there's silence, it's flat uncomfortable. Yep. Right? Yep. Just flat it uncomfortable. It, it is. Um, I, in the past, just wanted to fill it. You know, I just wanted to fill it because I felt like there was like an almost like an anxiety uh-huh. that if there was this gap, like ah, you know. Um, and then my first intuition teacher, Laura Day, uh, she had these you know very steps um, to tune into the intuition, and and one of them that I pretty much just kind of ignored for a long time was the um, space, the one she talked about creating space and and just like what you're saying, pausing, and uh, I just kept trying to fill it. (laughs) Right. But, you know, once you started conquering just the power of the pause and the space, then other things started aligning, and then you really start building your intuition, right? I mean, so many people, you know, the microwave society, they believe that from zero to ten, like right now, and, and some people can once they learn how to get out of their way, but I always say the first step is where's the pause? Where is the moment of you're not being busy, but you're being instead? Where's that moment? Yes. Yes. That is cool. So so how do people get into that pause? Do you have like a process or something like that in, that you teach? Um, so I, I love to teach the breath, and, and a lot of people will say, yeah, 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 I know how to breathe. Oh, but are you would be my question to you. <laughs> but are you? Uh, so the processes that I u- utilize are all part of our clinical mastery. So one of them is journeying, which is really allowing you the opportunity to have your mind just be creative. 
and, you know, I drum and I take us on a path and we just let the mind be vivid and just flow. And once you do some journeying a few times and, and you start practicing the pause, you become more mindful and aware. Um, and, and that's really the key of it. So, I mean, are there processes? I mean, I'm sure I actually have a process that I don't say step one, step two, step three, because I, I again, believe that you then get into this linear thinking of, oh, wow, I can't go to step three because I haven't mastered step two and et cetera. Instead of just really being the being that we are and centering and just flowing with it to allow yourself to just flow with what's going on in the world and what's going on around you to smell it, to feel it, to, you know, the old saying, stop and smell the roses. I mean, most people don't even know there's right. roses in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, you know, and, and I think, you know, uh, uh, my sister Tasha was saying that you're actually going to offer us a little a drumming journey today. Is that right? Yes, I would love that opportunity. I'd love to send uh, folks on that creativity, especially I love to do a purpose journey, which in this case, uh, more of a focus. And that's really finding our purpose because, as you know, we are in a major shift and pivot. And if you don't, I, I know you know that, but if your listeners don't know that, then we might want to start at point A. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I think they do, and uh, they would love whatever tools, you know, that we can mm-hmm. To give them to uh, optimize their their ability to really you know enjoy uh, the next phases of their life, however challenging it might be in you know <laughs> the right. context of whatever's going on in the world right now. Right. So that journey that I'll do here in just a little while is really getting us into that power of the pause and and taking us on what is our purpose? Where where shall we shift? What is for the most benevolent outcome of the shifting and the changing that, that our souls are asking us to make, that many people don't recognize that that's our spirit. Our soul is saying, this is the journey I signed up on, and you're on the wrong path, or you made a, a right turn at Albuquerque, my friend, and that wasn't the plan, <laughs> right? So <laughs> I will uh, be able to take us on that journey. Oh, that's great. That's great. I I, I used to love those uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons. I know. <laughs> Bugs Bunny was like, wait a second. I think I, I'm supposed to make a left at Albuquerque, right? And I'll be like, wow. I was, I, I'm, yeah, I'm Canadian, so I was always like, Albuquerque. What a cool name for a town. I want to go to Albuquerque. Like, you know, like this rabbit. Anyway, uh, I digress. <laughs> um. All right, so, yeah, so we're going to do that a little later. And like I said before, for our listeners, if you're listening live, feel free to dial in, ask a question, 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. Again, it's 818-514-1190 and hit 1. And I just opened up the chat, although it doesn't look like it is functioning properly today. Uh, We do know that we have a lot of sunspot activity apparently, and uh, even uh, Google was down for a few minutes earlier in the day, I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so unfortunately, I don't think I'll be able to see things on the chat, but definitely call in if you have a uh, have a question. Um, so, Angie, you know, tell us a little about um, you know practitioners and working with wellness practitioners. What what are some of the things that that you see uh, that you know? gets them stuck in the stuck in the road or you know not really being happy and uh and their practices 
Um, perfect. Um, well, a lot of it is what I'm finding a lot of, uh, definitely the last six months, I've, you know, everything comes in phases and waves. But individuals having their training, their certifications, their designations, their licenses, whatever that is, and not really knowing how to put it all together, especially when you're looking at the integrative or functional practitioner, you know, we all have a million titles for what is an integrative approach. But what I find is they don't know how to put it together or their training was very much take this for that. And so we've gone from a model of, well, I don't want anything pharmaceutical to a model of, oh, but I'll take 18 supplements, right? Ah. And, and, and that's an issue. Your, your client, your patient is going to last about three days, and then they're going to be underneath the, the chair or the table <laughs> with your organic celery stick you suggested they have in a fetal position, right? You can't maintain that. And so I, I love to teach them the four-pillar blueprint where that really integrates all these components of, uh, of, of who we are as a whole. So the biggest challenges I find is either, one, they don't know how to put together a wellness protocol, wellness being the operative word, not take this pill for an ill, or they okay. don't know how to really leverage their business or their genius in programs or packages or memberships to really serve their client and who they're working with, right? And so those are the two biggest areas that I spend a lot of time on and definitely have been spending a lot of time on that the last six months. Oh, yeah, that sounds really, really good. Um, I'm going to tell you a funny story, Angie, <laughs> from my practice. Love it. Because uh, mm-hmm. a lot of these, uh, you know, as a medical doctor, definitely not. But uh, but even as a holistic practitioner, learning all these different modalities and, you know, wonderful, wonderful things is that um, I had it, and you're going to laugh, but I had a tendency because I was so excited, you know, about what I was learning and how what the big difference it could make is, is that I would literally like almost like vomit. <laughs> on my patient like all this amazing information right and like oh we could do this and this and and so i'd end up with i don't know like 10 suggestions or something and Mm -hmm. they when they came back uh they kind of forgot that i even gave them one (laughs) sometimes uh they would get overwhelmed and because i by personalities that i can take in a lot of information a very short period of time able to integrate it in a very short period of time Mm -hmm. unfortunately i didn't realize not everybody is like that karen so i had to learn to like scale back so that's one of the things that maybe you can give us some hints on like in terms of you know practitioners or people you know giving the this plan or this protocol uh to their clients um do they need to hold back? How do they know what to, you know, tell them or do and not overwhelm them or more underwhelm them and make them responsible for their half, you know, what I'm talking about? <laughs> I totally understand. I think we all have done that, Karen. I think we all have at the beginning we're so stoked and excited. We know all these products have worked or these methods or modalities have yeah. worked, and we just, yeah, we just like, oh, do this, this, and this, and then we, you're right, we step back and they're like, Lady, I, I, I have a headache, right? They don't yeah. understand <laughs> anything you just said, even though we're like, well, that's a liver headache, right? That's a bander on the head. We know that's liver, and we're working on the liver. You know, they don't equate with that. They're, they came yeah. in, they rolled up into your office and said, I had a headache, yep. right? Uh, so I totally get it. So uh, to answer that specifically, scaling back is the best thing, and sometimes we forget that. And so what I train my practitioners is that you really want some type of program that is a, a buy-in program.
them. So you want something more than a one and done visit. Those don't serve anybody uh, at all. So let's just use the headache, right? A banded headache. We know that that is uh, liver or let's just say we have a headache up the back of the head, right there in the C2 spot. We know that's a potassium deficiency. We also, as we triangulate, we know that's uh, equated to the adrenals who use a lot of potassium. So any of those, we can start what I call that cascade and go all the way down. So what I explain to individuals is that the, the best thing to do is create your foundation with your client. You must know, are they eating drinking, and being married, right? We have to have those fundamental components, and we don't want to go in and remove every bit of food that we deem as unhealthy for them because, one, you shock the body, and, two, they won't buy into it, right? So to answer, scaling back is ideal, but you can do that by still giving them service and results by having them commit to a 90-day relationship at least, and that is your program, right, your 90-day uh, right. program and to get started, right? Yeah, I love that. I love that. I, I think that, you know, um, some of the mentors that I've worked with, I, I think initially when I heard about this, uh, I was resistant because I had uh, negative money thoughts, beliefs, subconscious, you know, issues, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you work on quite a bit with your clients. <laughs> then I realized that, wait a second, I'm not really doing them a service if I do a one-off. Because they didn't really, you know, understand or take responsibility for those underlying patterns. And even though they're symptom-free, maybe after one healing or whatever, um, they may not stay symptom-free <laughs> because there's a lot of stuff that they still need to learn, evolve, know about. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's almost like a, it was a little bit of a struggle at the beginning for me to say no. So maybe you can talk a little bit about you know, how does a practitioner, now they know and agree, you know, with you, the coach, to say, okay, I get it now. I'm not doing people a good service just by giving them a one-off because, you know, they don't actually get better permanently. They get better temporarily, and then they're like, wait, you didn't fix me, you know. So <laughs> um, how how do you, you know, coach them to be on, like, now that they say, yes, I get it, I need a 90-day program, how do you get them to say no? I'm curious. Uh, very good. A good question. I always like to start the practitioner with them really getting a vision of what their practice is. So not just hybrid, in-person modalities. Like I'm not talking necessarily all the, you know, dog and pony shows and whistles and all that. I'm talking about the vision or the mission. What are they really after? Like, so what will they accomplish? What do they want to accomplish And what's their why behind accomplishing it, right? So when I started my programs of training practitioners, I wanted to fill the gap of of practitioners training that was horrible, not in-depth, not enough that I'd want to put my life in your hands. And I wanted to, because (laughs) my why, I mean, there's some shallow training out there, and I won't go off on that tangent, but... There's some shallow training. I mean, when you can become a health coach for $12, we have a problem, my friend. Um, uh, gotcha, gotcha. You know, but yeah. I mean, we have some, we really do. And then and then I had to go back and go, what's my why? Why am I doing it? What's that, that justice, that meaning? What, why am I so passionate about it? And I'm passionate about it because folks spend thousands of dollars to get these distance learning and even licensing 
designations and they don't know what to do with it. And that's my passion. I, right. I, I, it's an injustice. It's just an injustice. Um, and I work with lots of medical doctors as we set up these, uh, you know, the DTC, the direct primary care systems with them as well. That's a whole movement I won't go down right now. But, but what's our why? So as a practitioner, to answer your question specifically, so I can stay focused, you want to look, what's, why are you doing what you're doing? And it has to be deeper than I'm helping people. Okay? We're in this because right. we want to help people. Okay? We all do. Or we wouldn't be in this. Right? I mean, it's just how we're wired. But what do you want to help them on? So once you can establish what you want to help them on, whether you want to call that niching, whether you want to call that a group of individuals that I'm passionate to help with, once you can establish what I call your mission statement, personal and business mission statement, and I just did a, 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 gosh, an hour and a half webinar on this, once you can establish that, now you can look at this program and not have be so inhibited by the money beliefs because if you truly have the passion to help someone in the arena of xyz then you also understand that the only way you can is more than just giving them ashwagandha because they need an adaptogen and they're stressed out you're not serving them you're doing nothing more than the doctor Google, Dr. DuckDuckGo, Dr. Whoever's out there, your search right. engine. Right, a, ro- right? a robot doctor. A robot exactly. Doctor. Yeah. AI doctor. <laughs> you got it. You're doing nothing more than that, right? But when you get straight with what your mission and your vision is and where your heart center is, then it's not as difficult for you to say to that client, I want to be fair and let you know that I work with clients that have a 90-day commitment because I want to get underneath what's creating this headache, not just give you a natural pill for an ill because that's not how I operate. It's not what I do here. So if you're looking for that, I can refer you to someone, but that's not what I do. Uh I love it. Right? So if you're coming from passion, that wouldn't be challenging to you. Right, because it's it's just you're really so clear on mm-hmm. your mission, you know, yep. and, and who it is you serve that uh, you realize that even if it's not you, that's okay. It could be somebody else that yes. helps that person because they're not the, the, the right, uh, you know, connection or client or, you know, the, the right um, person for you. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, I love that. That is that's great. Um so can you give us an example of, like, in your practice when you're working with people that, um, like, you know, for example, I mean, you can give one that's, like, a real patient, but what what's one of the things that you might ask them to do or prescribe to them, if you will, in this context, you know, intuitive context, um, after their first or second or third visit? So in every... Um I want to back up and give you the four pillars, and then you will understand what I'm about to say. <laughs> I'll okay, set the groundwork good. in the container if you're good with that. So the yeah. four pillars, I always call it the SANE approach. So you are looking at supplements, right, the S, supplements, but those supplements must have a reason, right? And, and you don't need 18 different supplements and 18 different reasons, but what is the mission, right? What are we wanting to do? We want to look at the A for ancillary. 
So what is the ancillary support? Chiropractic, massage, um, hot baths, far infrared saunas, the list can go on to achieve what, we're, what our goal is at the supplement. So we're aiding the supplements with an ancillary. And then we're aiding the supplement purpose with nutrition. And I always say, what are you going to add? What are you going to take away? And what are you going to neutralize? Because if they're drinking a pot of coffee, my friend, you are not going to have them give up a pot of coffee. Or they will <laughs> not, not be happen. back. <laughs> and nobody around them is going to like you. <laughs> right? Yeah, so, right. Stay away from that person. Exactly. Uh, and so then that takes us to our last letter, E, emotions. And that's really where we get into the intuition, right, the emotions. And, and right now I think all your listeners can agree is that we are really purging emotions from generations right now where we're finally having to look at them in the mirror and say, wow, this anger isn't mine, but I've been carrying this, right? So if you got mama's nose, you got everything that went with mama's nose. Well, the same thing happens to those liver cells, the DNA of that liver. So the emotional part, a lot of times you can't start on day one. You can't turn around and say, I'd like to do some soul work with you when you're asking them to drink water and poop, pee, and be merry, right? They're not in that space. But to specifically answer your question, when you get into that third or fourth visit, especially if you're looking at 90 days, you're going to visit them at least a month. When you get into that, then you really want to dive underneath. So if we have a kidney issue, we know there's fear. Well, then how are you going to help them with that fear? If you have a liver issue, it's unfulfilled desires. It's uh, gallbladder resentment. It's anger, right? So how are you going to help them emotionally? Possibly you're doing some type of emotional type work, right? There's several modalities out there from tapping to emotion code to Reiki to whatever you're doing. You may even do shamanic work where we're digging into that soul part or we're digging into that past life or we're digging into that generational component. You know, how many generations back are you still carrying that anger from, you know, whoever? And so that's what you want to get into. So I can give you an example of, Gosh, I could give you so many examples. Pick <laughs> <Let me laughs> one, anyone. <laughs> I know. So, so um, I had a gal that was uh, suicidal. She's 18 years old, suicidal. We worked uh, through some supplements, some basic supplements, some ancillary nutrition. When it came time for the emotional part, and this was on a third visit, I was seeing her every week because she was suicidal. On the third visit. I leaned in and said, now, are you ready really to, to kick this? Are you ready? And she said, yes, I am. You know, we used some flower remedies. We'd use some tapping, you know, some, uh, some emotion code to the point. She wasn't totally into that. But she really resonated with some shamanic work. And so okay. we did some, which I thought was interesting because I think emotion code is much, I don't know, more cooler than shamanic work. <laughs> but she was all in, so whatever, <laughs> you know. So we Whatever did. fits we, that person, right? You got it. I mean, don't judge and don't, I mean, again, that wasn't right. what I thought she would choose for my little, you know, basket of uh, fun things, but she did. Right. Um, and we did some soul retrieval, but we really saw trauma. And so I took her back to that space right before conception. And we moved her through from conception to gestation to birthing, like all through these seasons of her being, of becoming and took her to this space when she was three years old and something horrific had happened to her that she didn't consciously recall, 
but subconsciously the soul knew it. And we went through that and we started healing that and balancing that and then pulling it forward and, and transforming it into the current time. And we did a, about three of those sessions over time. We did them every other week at that point. And she was able to not only shake off the depression and the suicidal thoughts, but come to grips with this was her journey and her path. She signed up for it. This was her expansion of her soul. And she went on to learn shamanic tools. And to this day, she's working with other kids that have these traumas that talk therapy doesn't do anything with. So it's a beautiful thing. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I think it's so interesting, too, how sometimes, you know, I'll be like, oh, well, you know, I know a quicker and faster way of doing this, right? But that isn't a right fit for that person because, like, just your perfect example is that they needed to learn something specific to evolve themselves and to help them actually step into their mission. And so maybe the quicker, faster way that you and I know, you know, is not appropriate for that person, and that's okay. And it's perfect the way it is. So that's that's a that's a great example. And that's uh, very heartwarming. It is, and to your point, you're exactly right. I mean, sometimes we have to step back and say, are we interfering with the journey of experience and expansion, or are we part of the journey, right? As practitioners, right, right. right. Yeah. Ooh, I love that line. Okay, can you say that again? I'm, I'm yep. Sorry. Are are we interfering <laughs> with the journey? Or are we a part of the journey? Right? So there's an expansion there. So are we, are we interfering with the expansion capabilities and the, what they signed up for on their journey? Are we interfering it? Are we sidestepping it? Are we shortcutting them? Or are we a part of that journey where we help them evolve and expand and really get to know their sole purpose and live a life that's fulfilled instead of these mundane jobs that so many people have? Yes. That is great. That's so good. I think I'm going to make some memes and put your name in Perfect. There. Perfect. <laughs> oh, I'm in. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it's it's great. It's it's so true. So true. Um, so I was wondering, let's see. Oh, well, let's just make sure. I'm just going to go back to my screen here just to check in with folks. Uh, I'm just going to check the chat again. It's not working today. Bummer. Okay. So if you have a question or you have a comment, would like some guidance from Angie, you can definitely call in. We have uh, some folks on the line right now, but no one with their hand up. But if you'd like to you know, do a comment or question, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so we know your hand is up. Again, 818-514-1190, and then just hit one. Okay, awesome. Um, so let's just go ahead and review those four pillars from your point of view, and then we'll then we'll move on. Perfect, absolutely. So this came to me in a meditation when I was creating a system to to train practitioners, right? So I mean, just like you, it, it just comes to us at times, but we have to do a framework within reason uh, to help guide other people, and 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 one of those is creating this framework. So when you in, really empower and install all four of these pillars or these boxes, quadrants, you're really able to incorporate body, mind, spirit in the healing aspect. So supplements, and if you go to our website, academyepic.com, at the very bottom, you'll see I have a challenge that you can actually take on this, and I really unwrap the training uh, extensively. It might uh, serve some folks that really want to see it. 
uh, even better. So when you look okay. at the supplements, you're looking at what supplements are we taking for what? Like what is the purpose? So what supplement can we take that would help us get multiple benefits from, right? And then we look at what's our main goal. So what I always like to do is uh, the way I train my practitioners is the first 30 days, you are, are setting the foundation. What are, what's the lifestyle? What are they eating? What are they drinking? You may give them something for acute care, right? If they're coming in with a headache, what can we do to help relieve that? But you're really looking at their lifestyle. The headache because they haven't drank water, they haven't cooked in three days. Like you're really setting that foundation of a multivitamin, digestive enzyme, et cetera. But when you move past that, you're going in and you're looking at a detox and reset. So let's say you're going to use something, a program for detoxing. You want an ancillary support to support that. You want a nutritional support to support that. And then you want an emotional component to support that. So whatever your supplements are leading with, like what is our purpose? We're removing parasites. We're removing pathogens. We're doing a rebuild like of a GI tract. Like what are those supplements doing? What are we going to expect out of those uh, at, at the end of XYZ timeline? When you do that, they, the S leads it, right? It's the head of, of, the, of the whole team here. And then you get an ancillary support. So let's just do detox and reset because in January, in a few months, everyone's going to be ready for that anyway. So if we're going to do a detox and reset, we're going to look at ancillary and maybe we're going to give them some DIY items, right? Hot detox baths at home are inexpensive. For nutrition, Possibly we've done a nutrition uh, sensitivity test or we've looked at their diet and we're saying, okay, my friend, we might want to back away from X, Y, Z, right, whatever it is. Let's replace it with this. And then, like I said earlier, we're going to neutralize that pot of coffee, right? We're going to take it down to two cups. But knowing that if we took them down to two cups, we'd have to work on the adrenals in which is being stimulated by that pot of coffee. We also... Then you would add the emotional part. We're also going to look, when we look at all this, if we're going to detox someone, we know emotionally they're going to detox too. So what tools are you giving them to do at home or maybe you're working with a collaborative partner to help them move through the emotional component as we stir things, as the body changes, then emotional pieces are going to come up. So how are you going to help them? So when we integrate all aspects of supplements with a purpose, ancillary to support the purpose, nutrition to support the purpose, and emotions that are going to arise from the purpose of these supplements, then we have a a cohesive program that hits all aspects and can be um, uh, managed. You know, our program online, we give you those tools, right? The emotional handout to give your client, the nutritional handout to give your client, et cetera. So that's that's it in a nutshell, but I do encourage anyone that really wants a, a breakdown of that, that we do a, a five-day challenge where each day we teach you one of these components. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. And uh, just for folks listening in, either live or on the replay, you can go to Academy – sorry, <laughs> I just lost my train of thought here um, – <laughs> Uh, academyepic.com, so A-C-A-D-E-M-Y, epic is E-P-I-C.com. And uh, can you share with us when people get there where they could find this five-day challenge? Yeah, at the very bottom of our landing page. 
So you'll okay. go right to academyepic.com, scroll all the way to the bottom, you'll see our business challenge, and you'll see our protocol challenge. I really encourage everyone to take those. Um, they're very powerful. They really hone in what we're about as a company, but you're going to walk away with tangible information, and, and there is no charge for that because my mission is to truly help the practitioner pull it all together and make a difference in our world, truly make a difference in our world because we are needed right now. The integrative component of what we all do is truly needed right now. There's yeah, a call. It, it, it really is. And um, I, I mean, I, I'm uh, trying not to sound judgmental. Let's see. How do I say this? Um, <laughs> uh, th- to me, it seems like, right now that there is a chasm even amongst integrated practitioners and wellness people. Um, And uh, almost like some of the fear of what's going on has almost, not sabotaged, but like hijacked, you know, our abilities to look at all different aspects, you know, not just of, you know, our, our client care, but our business as well. And so, I have found that some people have defaulted to some things that actually don't make sense based on who they say they are and who they're trying to help, that integrative approach. Um, So how does one stay true to oneself, you know, in in this space where you're seeing all these different narratives, all these different pressures, you know, um, and maybe even regulatory body pressures from others that may or may not resonate with you? Very good question and a loaded question, but I am thrilled to answer it. (laughs) 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 So here's what we have. We are seeing a divide even in medicine, licensed and unlicensed. We're clearly seeing a divide, and as always, we have to honor it. And my belief is if you're in alignment, whether a licensed professional, unlicensed professional, it is time for us. And, and I'm not an advocate of big box medicine. I'm going to be, I'll just be upfront and honest. I'm not an advocate of big box medicine. I am all about the free medicine world where we aligned with you get a choice. That's, that's just where I'm at. Choice. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I, too. I like that. Yep. <laughs> and whatever that choice is, I mean, I'm not here to tell you what your choice is for that matter, right. but, you know, we, we really want that model. So I believe that it is time for, let me back up. There's also this challenge that I've been a part of between the license, because you're a licensed medical doctor. I'm an unlicensed natural health practitioner. In our unlicensed world, we have had such BS, I'll just say it, just drama BS of organizations that are not giving quality training to their professionals, and then they're unleashing them on the world, and these professionals don't know what what they need to be doing, right? They're not fully adequately trained, in my, my opinion. So within our unlicensed world, we have this friction of, you know, three weeks to a naturopath doctor, or I got my health coaching for $15, you know, this drama, as I call it, because individuals just aren't trained. And then when you you take that and those pockets of this uh, incompetency, then, then we present ourselves as we don't know what we're doing. So we have this friction between us. 
But let's back up to the, there has been friction between the unlicensed professional and the licensed professional. And some of it's very valid, right? I mean, it's very valid. Some people want to run around and say they're board certified, whatever, in the unlicensed world. And there's really no board certification that has any truth to it, right? So I believe this is the time for us to truly those that have the same belief systems, the same narrative belief systems to join together, licensed or unlicensed, and how can we do an integrative approach? How can the licensed professional who has a different type of training support the unlicensed professional? And how can the unlicensed professional support the licensed professional? Where are the gaps in both of our trainings, right? And how can we fill that gap for the highest good of mankind and raise the vibration and raise up together in unison and truly provide an integrative care where there's a time and place for everybody's medicine? That would be my fantasy world. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. And uh, I, for one, even though, you know, I switched from conventional medicine to doing more holistic or integrative medicine, if you will, um, never want to... Like personally, I never want to demonize, um, you know, any any aspect of uh, the things because in some way, shape, or form, it can work in the right context, in the right person, at the right time. Um, so I, I never tell people, you know, never get chemotherapy or never get radiation or never get uh, vaccination or, you know, anything like that. Because uh, at the end of the day, um, you know, our beliefs, our emotions, our energetics, our soul path, I mean... We mm-hmm. may not know 100%, you know, what is, you know, for that person and who are we to say that they should or shouldn't do any particular thing. And I've learned so much, Angie, from integrative practitioners and also licensed, you know, practitioners that are not MDs. And, in fact, I think most of my education in the last two decades, you know, has really been after my own illness really, you know, going into and learning from all these other professionals and uh, feeling like I'm more well, well-rounded now, you know, because I have the medicine hat for sure. Um, and if I needed to, I could stitch somebody up or could deliver a baby still, you know. <laughs> and right. at the same time, you know, having this other more integrative knowledge and I just keep evolving and learning. And it's actually really exciting. So I love that dream that you have, you know, to have all of us professionals. Because at the end of the day, we have the same goal. We want our clients to be healthy and happy and, and we want to make the world and happy and well-balanced. So why not, you know, do this work together? It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, recently, I say recently, last, I guess, six, nine months, I worked with uh, a medical doctor that we created a health coaching at uh, aspect 90 days before they ever get to her because she fights anywhere from three to six months wait to see her, right? And she's really good Brilliant. at what she Yeah. And so I created this health coaching platform. So the health coach, which truly was a practitioner, not just, I don't want to discount just a health coach, but you know, the, the difference in, you know, a lot of health coaches are trained, you need to have a green smoothie and kale, and they have no consideration that they have a thyroid issue. No, they don't, right? So there's this disconnect a little bit. But what we did is we created a 90-day health coaching lifestyle coaching 
platform before you ever get to her. So we have gotten out of the way that you need to drink, you need to be married, you need to have more than, you know, one bowel movement a week, you know, some of these basic lifestyle interventions that we can offer prior to ever getting to her, because she's an integrative uh, medical doctor. So she, you know, we've done some work for her, and when they get to her, when she's pulling those labs or Great Plains testing or whatever she's doing, she doesn't have to work her way through, did you drink any water this month? Right, and it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, integration. I love it. It's oh, I love one of those, that. So, okay, yeah, tell us more of how that works. Like, how, how did you? Okay. So, is this like you, your coaches doing that for that doctor, or is the doctor of staff doing that before they get to her? Okay, so how we set it up? Because um, I do consulting with the medical doctors for this integrative approach. Right, this is like my favorite part of everything that I do. So what we did is. I went in and assessed what does this doctor really want? Like, what, what's the end game? Well, she wants some prep work done before they ever get to her because it's taking her so long to do the prep work and, and her, her time is so scheduled that, you know, she's not seeing these people for another six or eight or, or 12 weeks, right, because of oh, her schedule, right. right? And so they can come in and she can talk about lifestyle, but she doesn't get to see them for another two or three months. And so it's just a slow process. And so what we wanted to do is leverage her genius, right? She's the medical doctor. Let her do her medicine instead of her talking about, by the way, you need to drink water. So what I did is I did an assessment. What do you need? What are our goals? We created our metric. And then I handpicked my people, which I went through my program because I know what they're taught. And we created an assessment for these new patients and then my person facilitates the 90-day lifestyle slash health coaching uh, paradigm. And it, it is, you know, there's certain aspects that are hit with every person, and then there's still a little bit of room for wiggle room. Again, if the person comes with a cup of coffee, or I'm sorry, a pot of coffee, we're going to have to work on the adrenals before we can ever get to the medical doctor, right? Not just get rid of coffee. Um, so it's not just nutritional. It's really uh, many aspects. If it's longer than 90 days, because we have a couple programs that are four months, we put them on a detox, so a homeopathic detox and cleanse, and so it's a reset before they ever get to the medical doctor, so again, the medical doctor can do her genius, which is not doing what the health or lifestyle coach does. And yeah, do you have any cases? Beautiful. Uh, sorry to interrupt. I was wondering, like, I have all these questions. Uh, it sounds so cool. So do you have any cases where, like, the naturopath or the medical doctor say, hey, I don't want you to teach this aspect because I, I feel differently about it? Or, uh, you know what I mean? Not, yeah, not for what we've done. We've set up very clear metrics, uh, expectations, boundaries, guidelines, et cetera. So okay. if there's, yeah, so we've, created a, a very, I call it a narrow path, though there is some wiggle room, but really uh, an expectation path of what this doctor needs this person ready when they come to see her. So we've very okay. delineated what it is and what it is not. So if this naturopath or homeopathic or health coach, life coach, whatever this person is that's, that's helping is the support, is the warm-up band, as I call it, for the concert, Whoever this person is, is, was vetted by me. So I interviewed, they had to create protocols. Like I have to know what they are 
to fit the personality of the doctor, right? If the oh, doctor is okay, I see. A, a certain personality, where you're, and if she's an A plus, you shouldn't put an A plus with her. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, but at the same time, yeah. you know, we don't put someone that can't speak up either, or the A plus doctor is going to go for the love of Mary, which you just saw, you know. So there's a personality <laughs> paradigm there too, but it, it's worked beautifully to be able to. Um, again, be the warm-up band for the for the concert that's about to happen. Oh, that's cool. Now, do you have, uh, let's say, models where people see the, you know, the main practitioner and the main practitioner has hired you or your people to teach lifestyle and stuff in between, like not before, like the warm-up band, but like between visits? Yes. Yes. We, we I've created that as well. Again, okay, yeah. I, I do clinic. assessment and we look at what is the goal and let's just say the medical doctor or the whatever has the professional has said, I want, I want a 12-month relationship. My program is 12 months. In the 12 months, these are the three areas that I'm a genius at and this is what I want to deliver. These are the gaps that I need someone else to support on. Okay. And so then we fill those gaps, whatever they are. That is very cool. Now, have you ever had a um, instance where you know, I don't know, um, the practitioner has you know people that are like, I don't know, paleo nutrition, and other people who are vegan, and other people who are vegetarian. Like, have you been able to like balance the the recommendations there with your practitioners helping that doctor or naturopath out? Diet yeah, yeah. This a whole navigation. So again, you have to go back to. Why are they, like, what are the belief systems? Why are they vegan, keto, paleo, whoever, whoever, right? Why are they doing it? What's their belief system tied to it? And if they're coming to, let's just say they're going to an OBGYN, a fertility doctor. Well, we need to look at just because you think that vegan is better, is that better for this doctor? This doctor is saying, I need heavy fats or, or whatever, so we want to make sure that we're in alignment with whatever eating lifestyle we're choosing or can choose from with that medical doctor. So the medical doctor is, is guiding it all. We're just the support team. Okay, that's great. Well, as it's sort of an aside, but I thought of it when you were talking earlier, is um, one of my – Oh, should I call it a pet peeve? Um, <laughs> concerns. Okay, let's put it that concerns. Is that you know I will have um, you know you know people on my Facebook group, or actually this happened to a friend of mine, and then a patient when I did have my office, they brought to me you know a book they were reading from Anthony Williams, and they said, well, Anthony says that you know my liver's toxic and I need to drink all the celery juice, right? And I was like, okay, well, let's see if that's appropriate for you, you know, based on what we know and, you know, and, of course, doing intuitive testing and things that I do. Um, in some of these cases, it was, like, way off, like, you know, like, but it was just so, like, the Bible, it was, like, the newest Bible that everybody, you know, because this person is very popular. Um, like, I look at him and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're from the stars, right? So this person is a star seed, um, so he clearly has alien influence, Um giving him some of the information and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I think that you mean well, but I don't think you can just have one book to say everyone has to do this or should do this. And so that was the sense I was getting from some of these people that were coming to me and they were just prescribing to everybody else, you know, on a thread. 
oh, you're, you must be liver toxic, so you got to read this book and you got to do this cleanse, and you know it works well for them. But I'm like, wait a second, you're not even, you're not even the, you know, naturopath, or you're, you know, you're not actually even a health coach. You know, you're just saying everybody should read this book and do it. So I had major concerns about that. Just curious if that's come up for you or your people. It's a major pet peeve. Okay. <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> okay. I know uh, some people might be a little offended, you know, because if you're an Anthony Williams fan, I like him as a person. You know, it's not that. It's just we have some agree to disagree on several things. Yeah. So one of my favorite lines that my practitioners can say in their sleep is, not one thing fixes one thing because you aren't one thing. So it goes the same way with the theory or the concept of the lifestyle, the eating styles. Celery juice, for one, may be a super support item. For another, it would it can easily send you into a blood pressure issue or a kidney issue, right? And so or diarrhea issue or one diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like really bad. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and now we have electrolyte issue that. You know, there we go. We can go down that path. But so yeah. the the biggest component I always teach is I love everyone's theory. I love the blood type diet. I love the keto diet. I love them all. They all have a time and place for a season of a person. But it's not right for everyone all the time. And that diet or that eating lifestyle that is needed by somebody, just if you dig deeper, tells you that they – are lost and they need more guidance. Well, why do they need more guidance? We dig underneath that because they're not confident in their own decisions. Well, why aren't they confident in their own decisions? And we just keep digging and we realize that any of these eating plans, including the medical medium, which again, he has a beautiful message to a lot of people. We, we have to understand why do we take heart and believe that versus our own our own intuition in our body and just ask our body if the body wants celery juice this morning maybe it did on wednesday and it said absolutely but by friday it says i don't need celery juice you've given me everything i need and something else that you've consumed or we balance naturally and it's really going back to train the patient the client and the practitioner that not one thing fixes one thing because you're not one thing so let's quit putting everything in a container and instead pull out the parts that fit right now in this time for the body and what it's asking for. Mm, I love that, that tuning into that intuition on, you know, a moment to moment, day to day basis. And, and sometimes that'll be challenging too, even with what I'm doing with some of my VIP clients, because, you know, we may test uh, so, you know, what's appropriate, muscle test, you know, what's appropriate for them, the dose and things like that. And so I'll ha- actually have to put a quote-unquote container around it and say, okay, for the next three weeks, what's for your high yes. good, right? But then I said, beyond right. that, right, <laughs> things right. change. You might release, you know, on your own some trapped emotions or something like that, and poof, you don't need the supplement anymore right now. Correct. So I try to tell them that, you know, things do change and then just to, to listen to their bodies. I know it, it, it's a process if people haven't been used to doing that, uh, but it's so valuable. That's why I really, you know, value the conversation that we're having right now because uh, it's super important. Yeah. So um, let's see. I'm just going to check, make sure there aren't any raised hands here. No, I think everyone's enjoying what we're talking about. Um, let's uh well we'd love to tell us more about 
the drumming uh, journey we're going to be doing, and then we can kind of, you know, end with that and then say our goodbyes afterwards and just make sure people know your website at the end there. Perfect, absolutely. So this is, uh, I'm just going to take us through a journey on a trip. So what, what it's going to be, the container I'm going to put it in, is that we're going to do some deep breaths. We're going to get centered. So my disclaimer, if you're driving, this would not be a good time to right. do that. Just saying. <laughs> we're right. Thank you. We have to say these things, folks. Yes, you know. No disrespect. Just saying this is a good time to watch or hear the replay later in the quiet of your own home would be the better, better application. So, uh, and I'm just going to allow your mind to be, and I'm going to take you through a journey. We're going to go to a safe space, and we're just going to go for a journey however long I'm led to take us. I'll be drumming. I'll be speaking. At some point, I may even sing. If, it, if the spirit uh, tells me to sing, I will. And we're just going to go. It can last anywhere from a 15-minute journey to 30. I don't know. It just, again, depends. Usually, the average time is about 15 minutes. Uh, I, I like to get us in, get us settled, take us through a, a walk. And whatever the intention is, I, I want you to be thinking about that. A lot of folks, their intention is finding a purpose or finding some clarity. And, and you may have spirit animals show up. You may have uh, past loved ones, current loved ones. Anything, anything goes, right? There are no rules when ah, we get into this cool. space. Uh, anything goes. I like for everyone just to call in their angels or God, whatever the belief system is, just for a safety net, right? I mean, I will cast mine over everyone before we begin, but just for that safety component. Uh, you know, okay. lower vibrations like to penetrate, so we're going to rebuke that and allow just the highest vibration, the highest good enter uh, during this time. And then afterwards, I encourage you to take some notes. There may be a message that was given to you. There may be some clarity given to you. And even if not, I encourage you to listen to the replay later because it may take a little bit for you to really get into that space, especially if you're not experienced to step out of your way and allow yourself to be a vessel to be filled with uh, information and messages. Okay. Um, and, and that's just basically about it. And this has to do, again, with that, uh, what I always call that free market medicine. So it has to do with you being able to be your own doctor and to listen into your own body and then align with others to help you extract it out if needed. Okay. Oh, that sounds great. Awesome. I will begin to get set up. We'll do a little bit of a test. I want to make sure you can hear my drum and okay. my voice. Um I have all these buttons to push and all that kind of stuff. We'll see if I can push the right button. <laughs> okay. What kind of say, drum do you have? Um, I have a, a Remo. Just, uh, okay. Is that like a, like a conga-type drum? Uh, no, it, it's a true um, native? Uh, yeah, native American drum. Uh, you'll see a lot of sound healers use this type of drum. Okay. Um, it is not made of real leather because that's too much for me to manage with me traveling. Uh, real leather, I have one with real leather, but this is not one. It takes, uh, it just takes too much. It's just too hard to travel with it. It changes too much. Ah, okay. So this is just a basic, what I call a buffalo drum. Some people refer to it as that, a buffalo drum. So um, let me just get a little bit of a test here. 
Can you hear me and the drum? Yes, can. Okay, perfect. Very cool. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to have everyone uh, just take some big, deep breaths wherever you are. If you're in a safe space, obviously. Just take some deep breaths. Just, uh, you know, shake off some of what's outside so we can begin our journey inside. And, and I'll guide us here. So take a breath in. Just let it out, relaxing the body. Press in again. <sighs> really feeling the body relaxed. Close the eyes if you haven't already, and let's imagine the sun coming from the top of your crown, just moving through like a gold lava, just relaxing all the muscles. Still breathing in. <sighs> Going all through the shoulders and arms, down through your back. Just relaxing as the noises from the outside become farther and farther away. Just continue to breathe and allowing that lava to warm the body and, and loosen the muscles down to the buttocks, which tend to be tight. You can just feel the relaxing where you're sitting or standing, just relaxing all the way down to the thighs and knees. <sighs> Going out to your feet. And you see that lava going all the way to the center of the earth and wrapping around that beautiful red center of the earth, just that powerhouse. And then that lava goes straight back up to the sun, wraps around the sun, and makes a complete circle to the top of your crown. And that's the constant flow of safe energy and safe space, knowing that all is perfect and all messages in which you get on this journey are for the most benevolent outcome, and they are customized just for you. Take a couple more breaths in and out. And we begin our journey. See yourself floating away. And you land where a big pasture is, and you see a red clay road, and you see a huge tree off to your left. We're going to take a walk on the red road, getting used to allowing the spirit to speak through us, to flow through us. And I want you to smell. I want you to see. What do you sense about the red clay road? Are there any animals, any flowers? Has it rained or is it dry? Now we're going to circle back to that big tree. It's about 100 yards away from us, and we're going to walk up to the big tree, and we're just going to... Just place our cheek against the tree and just feel the vibration and the life of the tree. Now, this tree is going to allow us to have safe passage into a place deep inside our soul to guide us. So as we take a breath in, we're going to walk through the tree. As we step into the tree, what does it smell like and look like? As you walk out to the other side, 
Where are you? What's the air like? Is it sunny? Is it raining? Are there animals to come visit you? Let's begin to walk wherever you've landed. You're going to see me about 200 yards ahead, right near a pond. We're going to have the water presence, and you see me over there. I'm waving at you. Come on over. And as you walk, you set your intention of the messages that you want to hear for the most benevolent outcome to guide you on this path. As you come closer to me, we're celebrating the fact that you've made it this far and that you're here at this time to get the messages in which you are here to receive. Come walk with me as we walk over to the pond and look how fresh the water is. I encourage you to go down to the banks of the pond and look in and see your reflection. Has someone joined you? Is there a message in that reflection? And once you've sat there for a few moments looking at the reflection and just thinking about your intention, I want you to ask the water spirit, is there a message the water spirit has for you? Breaking through to the trees. There's our opening. 
Make your way to the opening. Now, as you make your way to the opening, what did the forest open up into? What does it smell like? What are the colors? Has somebody else joined you? you're going to see a beautiful fire, perfectly placed rocks and tree limbs. And fire spirit is inviting you to come over and take a seat. So as you sit beside the fire, Feeling the warmth glow and knowing that there's a fire inside of you ready to shine. Your genius is waiting to come out. Sit here for a few moments and enjoy the messages from the fire spirit. Animals that have joined you, people that have joined you. Just sit and listen.
Our journeys involved many spirits, water spirits, fire spirits, the sun heating us up, the forest allowing us to go inside. And now on our journey back to our tree, we're looking for our power animal, the animal that is coming to talk to you, to guide you, and to remind you of the genius inside that's ready to shine, to provide you with the confidence, the clarity, the knowing that this is your turn now. It is time for you now. As we're walking, look for that power animal, or maybe animals have joined you. Ask them questions. Have conversations for just a few moments. Thank you for this opportunity. 
That was beautiful. I went to Fairyland. Perfect. <laughs> I think people listening in would be like, of course you did. <laughs> right. There were gnomes and fairies and butterflies and uh yeah, that was that was great. And um I definitely saw um as far as the power animal, you know, I had two. I had one that was like a mama bear, but specifically female, like a mama bear. And there was like this huge bear. Kind of reminds me of the, the bear that's the queen in Brave, that cartoon. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I love that, that movie. Um, and, uh, and you know, the message I got was like, like the, the energy was like protection with mm-hmm. uh, compassion. Oh, compassion. Beautiful. Yeah, and then and then there was a little spider um, that was there as well near the end, and uh, kind of like the energy I got from that is like the the gifts of like tenacity, um, and also you know how the spider makes a network. It's just very yeah. very you know tenacious and persistent. <laughs> it doesn't matter how many times the wind blows it down or people walk into the web and it gets destroyed, they just keep rebuilding it. Keep rebuilding yes. It. And keep networking, and so that kind of gave me a hint about, you know, that that's a really good thing to do is just that persistence, that quiet, per, you know, pertinacity, tenacity, and that that networking. Um, so anyway, that's what I got. So uh, among multiple things, and that was super cool. Beautiful, absolutely, my pleasure. It's such an honor to be able to do this for you and uh, your group, your community. I, I love to be able to just help folks see their genius and realize that, you know, the time is now for us to really shine that genius in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's great. And you said earlier that if folks couldn't make it live or, um, you know, didn't listen to the whole thing, that they could go ahead and listen to the replay and go through that journey even though it isn't live, correct? Absolutely. I would just encourage you, of course, to get into a safe space and non-distracted right. place, you know. Uh, but absolutely, right. I would I would encourage it to go back and visit it many times. It really will help you get the clarity in those moments of, you know, what do I do or what path do I take? Oh, that's fantastic. Um, so we do have someone with their hand up here, Angie. So I'm going to go ahead and unmute. Uh, so area code 717, you can just let us know your first name and then any question or comment that you have for Angie. Here we go. Hi. Did you have a question or comment for Angie? I've unmuted you. So area code 717, you have your hand up. They dropped. Okay, so okay, guess technical not. issues, but <laughs> I guess not. Guess not. They're like, what? What? I have my hand up. Uh, yeah, sometimes that happens. Like, oh, I didn't mean to put my hand up. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. You don't. You don't have to. You know, you don't have to talk. Um, so, Angie, this has been so awesome speaking with you today, and uh, I want to just make sure everyone knows how to connect with you in your tribe. It's at uh, www.academyepic dot com and all one word uh, and Angie could you just clarify too like um, just about you know do you mostly or all almost always serve uh, wellness practitioners or do you actually serve the average non wellness practitioner as well 
So I serve the wellness practitioner as far as clients. I have a network of great people, which I have trained and I mentor, that if you're looking for a practitioner, we have plenty of them that I mentor on a weekly basis that can support you. But my mission is truly to take that licensed and unlicensed licensed professional whatever that looks like, and really uh, leverage their genius, their time, their business, everything they have to really leverage who they are and make a mark on this world. And that is what I do the best, is take everybody's stuff and make it beautiful to allow that genius to shine. So, But either way, we are at academyepic.com. Of course, we have contact on our, our website and we would love to support and help anyone on their journey. And I definitely have a network like you were talking about, Dr. Karen. I have a, a network as well for practitioners if you're looking for someone that you want more wellness. And if you're wanting more shamanic work, I have a network for shamanic work as well. Oh, fantastic. That's great. Angie, thank you so much for being on the show today and talking about solistic medicine uh, and uh, connecting with our intuition and our business. Um, it's been a grand pleasure for me. It has truly been my pleasure, too, and I'm really grateful for the opportunity and, and humbled that your listeners are listening, and I truly hope it has made an impact in a positive way for, for you for, for quite some time. So thank you again, oh, Dr. I'm, Karen. I'm, I'm sure grateful. it has. Yes, yes. Oh, likewise. All right. So lots of love to you, Angie. Lots of love to everyone listening in. Until next time on Light Warrior Radio, bye for now. See ya.